99 The Wave is KQCR, 98.9 FM, Parkersburg, serving the communities of Franklin, Butler, Hardin, and Grundy Counties. An on-the-go media station. The following is a production of Radio On The Go Sports. Find everything all right? Yep. Seven days a week. Price check on honeydew. Whipped cream on aisle 10. Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh, good. KQCR 98.9 FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Football Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school football coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of football meat and produce. The Brothers Market Football Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moenkel. Happy you're with us today for this week six edition of the program. Here's the scores from Friday night. Number eight in Class A, Wapsie Valley defeated AGWSR 55-0. As aired on 99 The Wave, Applington Parkersburg defeated Central Springs 41-18. Number 10 in Class A, Lake Mills beat Belmont Clemmy 41-0. Forest City beat Clarion Goldfield Dows 22-16. Number 9 in 8-man Clarksville defeated GMG 90-22. Number 7 in 1A, MFL Marmac beat number 10 in 1A, Dyke New Hartford 34-14. Number 1 in 1A, Grundy Center beat South Harden 42-14. Webster City beat Hampton-Dumont Cal 35-6. West Marshall beat Iowa Falls Alden 38-21. And North Butler beat North Tama 14-6, as aired on 104.9 KLMJ. A lot to get to on today's show, so we'll take our first time out, and we'll be back with our coach interviews next on 99 The Wave. Push it back, push it back, way back. Brothers Market has low prices. And this week's Brothers Market digital coupons include, when you have that mobile app, you'll find coupons for Pure Leaf Tea, $1.99, or Dole Chopped Salad Kits for $2.79. Other digital app coupons include Classico Pasta Sauce for $2.99 or Best Choice Biscuits for $1.29. And regular sale items from the meat department, boneless chicken breast for all $1.99 a pound and 80% ground beef, just $3.69 a pound at Brothers Market, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, open seven days a week. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's now time to hear from Applington Parkersburg head coach Alex Pollock after his team defeated Central Springs 42-18 Friday night. Now joined by Falcon head coach Alex Pollock, 41-18. Uh, you guys uh, get it done here against Central Springs tonight. And uh, most importantly, you get into the district win column. Um, you guys uh, were able to jump on them early, aside from that opening drive where you turned it over on downs. Uh, a quick response there. Um, you know, you, you force the, the turnover and then you take it right in. Several different guys getting involved in the scoring tonight. Uh, just to your uh, initial thoughts on this uh, first win of the district season. Well, like you said, it was much needed. Um, you know, our guys have, have, have played a couple really tough district opponents, and, you know, we've taken it on the chin a little bit. And so, you know, now we were able to go out tonight and be the aggressor a little bit more, um, both offensively and defensively. And, um, you know, I thought our kids executed pretty well for the most part. You know, we had, we had some turnover – or excuse me, some penalties that – um, you know, we got to clean up, but you know, there's a reason for that. I mean, uh, Central Springs blitzed like crazy. They're bringing five and six all night, so you can understand why our guys are a little jumpy. But um, I'm proud of our kids. Um, 
we played really hard. It took us a little bit to wake up, but I thought we played hard. And obviously, again, just to get a win is is pretty good. Yeah. So um, this uh, the result of this one. You know, after the the first quarter, you know, never really too much in question as you guys were able to uh, take a two score lead there at halftime and kind of blow it open there um, in the in the third quarter. Um, lots of different guys got involved in the scoring tonight. Uh, first, I want to ask you about um, what Nick Neuroth was able to bring to the table. I, I had him unofficially four receptions, 71 yards, some uh, some rushes in there as well. Um, all over the field there tonight, lots of big plays, had a takeaway in there as well. Um, that's a guy that uh, we, we said on the broadcast tonight, um, plays it seems, it seems like he plays a lot bigger than his actual physical size. Just your thoughts on what he was able to contribute to the team tonight. No, you're right. He, he plays big, you know, because he's so knowledgeable about the game and knowledgeable about sports in general. And so, like, any sport that he does, he's going to do well just because he understands how it all works and, and what it means to compete. So, you know, Nick is, uh, Nick is a, a great kid, um, student of the game, and uh, one that obviously, you know, every, every week when we're game planning, we're trying to get him the ball. So um, it doesn't surprise me that he did what he did tonight. Um, and, you know, we didn't even mention what he did on defense tonight. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's a special player. And, uh, you know, scarily, he's, he's just like his older brother on the field. And that, that is scary because, you know, older brother was for the, for the wrong team there for mm-hmm. a while. But, um, you know, ha- happy to have him with us and happy that, you know, he's a he's a really good leader for us. Another key contributor tonight, Ty Luring, three touchdowns, uh, two rushing and then uh, one receiving on a screen pass in the second half as well. Um, that's a guy, you know, obviously he's gotten his opportunity because of some injuries to other players, but uh, seems like that's a guy that was really opportunistic um, tonight and, you know, just getting that chance to play as, just in, in a general sense too. Well, I think he's got a just a natural knack to find the hole on, when he gets the ball. Um, you know, he – he, he doesn't wow you with his with his numbers, you know, size, height, weight, all that stuff. It just, you know, it's not going to wow you. But, you know, some people just have it, and um, he, he has that ability. So it was nice to see him do a lot of good things tonight, again, both offensively and defensively. Um, and, you know, we I think we kind of, you know, we were able to keep him fresh a little bit by giving some, you know, giving, uh, you know, gave Mostek some carries, Creighton Eberhardt some carries, stuff like that. So I think that, that kept him fresh, and, and that made him a better player because of it. Uh, you have you had six different players that caught at least one pass, and then five different guys that uh, carried the ball tonight. So, um, you know, is that kind of a, a product of this uh, new offense that you're running? You know, trying to be pretty balanced like that. Um, what's your take on you know being so multiple like that with all these different guys that touching the ball? Well, I think it makes it a lot harder to defend. I, I'd like to think. Um, you know, tonight it was just a matter of okay, you know, who's got the biggest cushion? You know, it was really that simple. It was who's got the biggest cushion. Um, so take what they give us, and uh, you know we were able to, you know we had a few drops tonight, you know not very many, and so that was nice. And Gavin had a really nice game throwing the football. Um, so I I, th- I think you know that's that's how we got to do. We can't have one guy be the the focal point of our offense. We got to spread it around a little bit, which makes us a lot more harder to defend. And then uh, defensively, um, again there were you know several different guys that you know you could say were standout players tonight, but it seemed like there was maybe just a little more pep in the step tonight, you know, with uh, flying around defensively, you know, making big plays. You did give up a few big plays, I'm sure that you're probably not too happy about, but um, just your general thoughts uh, defensively tonight on what how how things able to, you were able to get turned around on the defensive side of the ball tonight. You know, I think as the game went on, I thought we kind of woke up a little bit more. You know, we weren't great early. Um, gave up a couple big plays. I think it was on their second possession. Um, but after that, um, we tackled better. 
And, uh, you know, I really thought our defensive line in the second half especially was, was, was much better. Um, and then Cooper Hoff, I thought, had a really good game at his linebacker spot. You know, he had an interception um, in on many tackles. And, uh, you know, with us, if, if our front seven play well, then, then we're going to have a good game. So that was good to see. Um, and just seeing guys running to the football. I mean, that's something that we preach every day. And um, for a couple weeks there, we lost it. And so um, it was really nice to see those guys flying around. I'll resume a conversation with Applington Parkersburg football coach Alex Pollock next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. With over 70 years of combined automotive experience, here's more about choosing Pit Stop in Parkersburg. Pit Stop Auto Service and Detailing is your trusted vehicle care solution. AC, tires, brakes, routine maintenance, cleaning, detailing, and more. We'll keep your auto running right and looking sharp. Visit Dean, Gary, or Colton in Parkersburg. Pit Stop Auto Service and Detailing. This is Dean Everts. Trust your vehicle through Pit Stop Auto Service and Detailing. Highway 14 North, Parkersburg. Pit Stop, your home for winning service. Now this from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle, while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. This is Michelle at AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. Come see us today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. This is AP Appliance Heating and Cooling on the corner of Lincoln and Highway 57 in Parkersburg or on our website, apappliance.net. Go Team Green! Take a listen to the staff at the all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust in Parkersburg. This is Universal Banker Samantha Cummings. Hi, I'm Melanie Groeneveld, Branch Manager and Consumer Lender. Hello, I'm Universal Banker Michelle Bacher. See the friendly faces behind these voices by stopping by the all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust right across Highway 57 from Quickstar in Parkersburg. See their beautiful new facility, great products and services for an excellent banking experience. Leading the way in North Iowa, Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's now time to resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg head football coach Alex Pollock. So again, a 41-18 win. Uh, you guys take care of business here. You know, big picture, you're back to 500 overall, but, you know, more importantly, you get that first district win, and after seeing the results tonight, obviously, you know, the rest of the district will play out however it plays out, but how exciting is it to know that at this point you got you guys still have a real chance to do some damage and hopefully qualify, get in that top four? Well, we, we knew it was going to be a gauntlet. I mean, we've been saying that since day one. Um you know, and to see how the district has played out so far and to have two weeks left that, had, you know, a lot of big games remaining. And so, and you know, we're involved in, in a couple of those as well. So um, I just think the, the, the top five teams in our district are, are as good as it gets, you know, and, and, you know, Central Springs is no pushover. So it's – you got to bring it every week. And, uh, you know, hopefully – you know we're getting healthy at the right time because I think our schedule early on was was brutal and um, you know we're getting healthy a little bit right now and so hopefully we're you know better equipped to handle the the two remaining games that we have yeah and uh, one more question about that speaking of getting healthy um, Will Hodges got some action in the second half as well he was a out for a couple games as well and he man he had only two catches but 41 yards on on offense and then did a lot of you know pretty good things on defense some good pass breakups throughout the night as well your thoughts on what he was able to bring to the table and how he adds kind of that extra boost now that now that he's back in the lineup well like you said you know he had he had a couple nice catches uh and and runs after the catch i thought that was important you know those those uh 
those yak yards. Um, but, you know, he um, – I think, honestly, his play of the game was uh, a block that he threw on uh, on one of our touchdown runs after he got in. I think that was uh, it was a great play on his part. And so, um, you know, and, you know, his defense speak for itself. You know, we just kind of put him on an island out there sometimes and just say, don't let this guy catch the ball, and he can do that. So, um, you know, when he's at his best, we're at our best. And so if we can, if we can get everybody back, if we can get everybody healthy – or as you know, as healthy as possible. Um, I think we're going to be a dangerous team just because we've got weapons and we can put it all together and, and play as hard as possible. All right, and we'll we'll talk more in depth about this next week. But I mean, Dyke New Hartford coming to your place next week. You know that kind of speaks for itself. APD and HM, you guys get the chance to host that game now for the second year in a row, and. You guys are coming off your first district win. They're coming off their first district loss to MFL Marmac tonight. Uh, your initial thoughts on um, what that atmosphere is going to be like and, um, you know, that night with uh, two teams, I'm sure it's going to be an electric night of football. It will be. It will be. Um, it's, it. you know, really the ma the records don't matter mm -hmm. when, when AP and DNH play. And um, it's going to be a packed house. I mean, both teams could be 0-6 and, and it really wouldn't matter, you know. Um, you know they've they've played really well up to this point. Haven't seen their game against MFL yet, but um, you know it's going to be a battle. Their defense is is, is stellar. Um, it is stellar. They play so fast, and so we're going to need to do some things to to you know knock them off track a little bit. But um, big big week ahead. Big week of practice ahead. I know our guys are focused, which is that that's what makes it exciting. All right. Any final thoughts or any of your other players that you uh, want to recognize before well, we wrap up? You know, I think we got to you know congratulate Gavin Thomas. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure he set the uh, the school record for career touchdown passes tonight. So all right. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So um, congratulations to him. Obviously, you know he had a lot of good receivers to you know to catch those balls and and a good offensive line behind him. But um, you know couldn't happen to a better player. All right, AP football coach Alex Pollock, thanks so much for the time. Congrats on the win. We'll catch you next week. Thank you. KQCR and Radio on the Go Sports proudly delivers on local high school sports. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Dyke and Hartford football coach Don Betts as uh, the Wolverines fell to MFL Marmac 34-14 to on Friday night here in Week 6. Uh, unfortunately, the the most lopsided loss of the season so far for DNH is they fall to uh, three and three overall and uh, two and one in the district. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. You know, a uh, tough one to swallow, I'm sure. Um, it sounds like there were several turnovers in this one as well. Uh, just uh, your initial thoughts on um, how this one ultimately got away uh, from you against a team that I know coming into this one you had you know spoken very highly of MFL Marmac, but it sounds like. Uh, it sounds like it's kind of a case of shooting yourselves in the foot last night, huh? Yeah, thanks for having me on, John. Um, yeah, um, quite honestly, um, I, I, I thought our kids played real hard last night. Uh, I don't fault our effort, but boy, our execution wasn't good enough uh, against a good football team. Uh, you know, football really is a, a pretty simple sport when you when you cut away all the, the fancy stuff that everybody wants to do. comes down to uh, turnovers who can hang on to the football and it comes down to who controls the line of scrimmage. And I thought they did, you know, they, they won both of those battles last night and, and the game slipped away from us. We came out right away and uh, second play of the game, Noah Borchardin goes 82 yards for a touchdown. We're up seven, nothing. And uh, they, they uh, shank a, a punt. We've got the ball really good position. I think it's in about our 45 yard line. Um, you know, we, we've got a chance to, to get another one in and, and to really jump on them early. And uh, we get get a first of, of many turnovers for the night. Uh, they turn that one into a, 
touchdown and, and he missed the point, so it was seven six. Uh, but then we we throw an interception and um, it gets returned down to the the forty eight yard line or I'm sorry the fifteen yard line, and uh, they take it in and uh, go up thirteen seven. Uh, we have another turnover on the next drive and they go up twenty to seven, and that was halftime and uh, um, you know everything they got the first half uh, was was set up by uh, a turnover on our part and. Uh, Told the guys at halftime, you know, we've got to get that stuff cleaned up. I thought we we played hard. Um, they're they're big, they're physical, their running backs are just uh, tanks to try and bring down. Um, two hundred and ten pounder, two hundred and fifteen pounder, and they run uh, behind their pads really, really well. Uh, those guys make you tackle them, and uh, they're they're going to punish you when when you do tackle them. They're just a really good football team. Um, we came out in the second half and, and we got a drive going in the third quarter and uh, darned if we don't have a fumble and they scoop and score, kid goes 82 yards uh, for a touchdown and, and uh, all of a sudden 27 to 7 and I thought that was kind of the, the backbreaker and then we, we traded uh, scores there in the uh, end of the third into the fourth quarter and uh, uh, ends up 34-14 but you know, I thought it was a game that we we had a chance to win that got away from us because of, of turnovers. And you, you just can't do that against a good team. You're going to lose if you have five turnovers against a good team, and that's what happened last night. Yeah, so when it comes to your um, how things ultimately won on offense, you know, committing those five turnovers, was it – was it more of a factor of, you know, MFL making, you know, really good defensive plays or just a not good execution on, on your part? What, what's your analysis of that? I, I think it was, a, was just poor execution on our part. And, and you know, you got to tip your hat to, to MFL. You know, their kids played very, very well, you know, and, and I, I don't want to take anything away from them. Uh, they definitely deserved the win last night. Uh, they, they were the better team on, on the field last night. Um, but uh, I, I didn't think our execution was what it needs to be. Defensively, they put a lot of pressure on your offense. Uh, they're bringing uh, linebackers and they're slanting and stunning all over the place. And, uh, you know, we had practiced against that. We thought we had a handle on that uh, coming into the game, and, and I thought for the most part we did okay with that. There are times when, when uh, there would be a breakdown and, and – Against the gambling defense, those things are going to happen. Sometimes they're going to get a win. Sometimes you're going to get a win. And, uh, um, you know, they, they, they had more of those than we did last night. Uh, and you combine that with the turnovers and, uh, it was a, it was a tough night for us, uh, to, to consistently get anything going. Uh, I thought the last couple of games we'd made a lot of progress offensively. Um, I thought we did some things well last night offensively. Uh, but we just couldn't consistently do that. And then you, you mix in uh, the turnovers, and uh, um, that's just not a good recipe for, uh, for getting a win against a good team. And you had mentioned their physicality, um, their sheer size as a big factor for, you know, for them being able to move the ball on offense like they did. Um, can you talk about that and maybe some of the other factors on, you know, what kind of made them uh, tough to stop? Obviously, you know, you giving, the foot, giving them the football was, I'm sure, kind of pushed behind the eight ball. But, you know, what were some of those uh, factors for, for your team's uh, defense against them? Well, what what uh, their offense is designed to do, it's, it's the old Winky 
concept where they're just going to get more people at the point of attack and you've got to defend them. And that's, that's what they try to do. And, um, you know, they, there's a lot of bodies to get sorted through. Uh, you've, you've got, uh, two or three guys coming at you at times. Um, and, and I, I thought our kids battled and played hard. Um, you know, and, and honestly, the defense did not play poorly. I don't think, um, they, they gave, they had short fields, um, on several occasions, shoot, they started once on the 15-yard line after a turnover. Um, they started inside our territory a couple other times. Uh, and, and against a, a good offense uh, and a good team like that, you can't give them a short field. And uh, our defense, I thought, in the, the, the fourth quarter kind of wore down a little bit. Um, they, they, they ran a lot of plays. That's the other thing about turnovers is now you're playing defense and uh, your defense is getting pounded on um, more than if you were able to control the ball. And we, we thought going in that one of the keys to the game was us being able to put drives together and control the football uh, and keep it away from their offense. And uh, we did have some drives to put together, but we just couldn't consistently do that. And uh, that, that's uh, all part of that uh, um, defensive performance is uh, being off the field and having your offense out there. And, and we just weren't very good at that last night. I'll resume my conversation with the Dyke New Hartford football coach, Don Betts, next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your future is important to PSP Insurance Agency and Grinnell Mutual. That's why you can trust them to provide you with personalized service and a full range of insurance coverages you can look forward to. They'll be there when you need them, so you can trust in tomorrow. For all your insurance needs, contact Tom Beving, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at PSP Insurance Agency in Dyke today. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Landis is excited for fall and harvest time. Area Landis locations are taking grain and offer agronomy services for your farming operation. They have the latest add-on micronutrients for your dry fertilizers like ProCoat BCMZ and ProCoat Zinc, as well as nitrogen stabilizers for anhydrous ammonia. See Landis offices in Packard, Plainfield, Bristol, Green, Dyke, and New Hartford, who wish all their customers a safe and successful season on the farm, in the field, and on the road. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. It's now time to resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford football coach Don Betts on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your team obviously going to be looking for a bounce back now. Um, so I guess uh, on that note, uh, when, when it comes to uh, hopefully bouncing back uh, next week, we'll talk about AP, AP specifically here in a sec. But, you know, it's, it's happened before. So uh, I guess, um, you know, what kind of confidence does that give you about this team knowing that um, it's something that they've had to do, uh, you know, quite a few times uh, already here this season against other very good opponents. And obviously, you know, that, that, that matchup next week, um, I'm sure, will only add fuel to the fire. Yeah, I have all the confidence in the world in our kids being uh, ready to, to put this behind them and, and move on to the next one. Uh, they've, they've shown resilience all year long. Um, you know, they're, they're going to play hard. They're going to prepare hard. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, sure that after we watch some film this morning and, and talk through this one we'll we'll put it behind us and and we'll use it as a learning tool to get better uh, as we go uh, uh, forward here um, this district is still wide open and uh, we have a, a lot of opportunity yet ahead of us um, you know it's it's not going to be easy 
uh, for anybody in this district. It's just one of those districts that um, you're, you're going to get a team that's, that's hot one night and, and look out and uh, you just hope that it's, it's you um, when, when the dust settles at the end of the season. But there's a lot of football to be played in these last two weeks in this district. And, and I know our kids will be ready for that. Uh, our kids will be ready to go next week. Doesn't matter who the opponent is. Uh, with it being AP, that'll uh, even ramp that up a little bit more. Uh, one more question about uh, last night here. Um, you know, aside from the the, the game itself, uh, you guys were able to celebrate senior night as well. Um, you know, a kind of a different uh, an oddity in the schedule that your final two games are on the road. But um, I'll just give you a chance to. Uh, recognize, you know, the, the obviously it's a very special night to be able to recognize your your senior class last night. Yeah, um, great group of kids, uh, our seniors, and uh, um, I, I'm I'm very um, thankful and, and uh, of how they've approached their high school career and the work that they've put in, the time that they've put in. Um, we've we've got 12 seniors uh, who finished up on our field last night for senior night. Uh, Blaine Schmidt. Uh, Cameron Decker, Chase Lear, Cole McCumber, Jacob Wood, Jace Jensen, Michael Walston, uh, Mike Valentine, Ty Deering, uh, Walker Weedman, Will Rogers, and, and Zach Edelman. And uh, I'm uh, proud of those seniors. I'm proud of how they've gone about their business for four years. Um, you know, they've uh, uh, really put in the time and the effort away from the game. Um, to get to this point, a lot of those kids uh, didn't get a chance to play a whole lot uh, in previous years because of the kids in front of them. They had some really good seniors in front of them, and uh, a lot of those kids are getting that opportunity now and uh, are certainly taking advantage of it. Um, you know, and, and it, it's always a special night on that senior night. You, you wish the outcome had been a little bit different, but uh, really, really proud of those seniors. And uh, one final question for you here. Um, obviously, uh, next week, uh, you, you ha it's uh, the AP week, so uh, about enough that needs to be said about that uh, rivalry week for you guys. Uh, you're coming off your first district loss. They're coming off their first uh, district win. Um, so I've, um, obviously, you'll get some things squared away later today, but just your initial thoughts on that one and your team's uh, short road trip here to, here to Parkersburg next Friday night. Well, I've always said that uh, Dyke New Hartford um, – Abilene Parkersburg football game doesn't matter where it's going to be played, uh, doesn't matter um, what the records are of, of the two teams. Uh, it could be played in the parking lot uh, as as the guys got off the bus. It doesn't matter. It's going to be uh, one of the the toughest games of the year. It's just that rivalry. Um, they've uh, had a big win last night. I, I saw. I haven't had a chance to look at tape or anything yet, um, but. Uh, um, Whatever they've done this year really doesn't matter one way or the other. When it comes down to Dyke New Hartford, uh, Athens and Parkersburg, it's, it's the game of the year. And uh, uh, our kids will be ready. Their kids will be ready. Uh, it should be a, a great uh, night for a ball game next Friday night. All right, Coach, just about out of time, but uh, any final thoughts uh, you want to share about uh, your program before we wrap up here? Just uh, proud of our kids and, and what we've done. We've, we've battled through one heck of a schedule so far. Uh, we uh, wish we were better than, than three and three, but uh, we we have a, a lot of uh, possibilities ahead of us yet. As I uh, mentioned earlier about our district, you know we're we've got I believe four teams right now 
with one loss in the district two weeks to go. Um, and it's, it's really anybody's ball game at this point. It's just going to depend on how the, the next two weeks go. It comes down to a two-week season uh, to decide who the, the district champion is going to be. And uh, um, regardless of what four teams come out of this district, um, there's going to be one good team sitting at home, and there are going to be four teams who can beat anybody. And uh, that's just a, a fact in, in uh, this particular season. So um, we'll uh, go back to work um, here this morning and uh, bring the guys in and watch the film, put it behind us, and we're going to move on and uh, attack the rest of the season. You bet. Uh, lots of uh, great football left to be played this season. That's DNH football coach Don Betts. Thanks so much for the time, Coach, and we'll catch you here next week. You bet. Thank you, John. More of the Brothers Market Coach shows coming up next. Push it back, push it back, way back. Brothers Market has low prices. Whether you're getting ready for a tailgate or maybe just doing some fall-time baking, Brothers Market has those low prices, like this week from the meat department. 80% ground beef patties, three for $5. Honey crisp apples are $1.69 a pound. Brothers Market has Chex Mix Bugles and Gardettos on sale for $1.99. And pick up cases of Brothers Market water for just $3.99. It's Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Highway 175 in Grundy Center, Highway 57 in Parkersburg. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by AGWSR football coach James Cope as the Cougars fell to Wapsie Valley 55-0 on a Friday night in Week 6, six action. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Um, you know, really a, a tough one for you. Looks like Wapsie Valley really was able to jump on you early here. Three touchdowns there in that first quarter. Um, just kind of walk me through this one from your perspective and how things uh, ultimately uh, did not uh, go your way this time around. Well, we uh, kicked off to start the game, um, and Wapsy marched down the field. But I mean, it wasn't. Trying to think back, John. Sorry, i i don't uh, I don't think they had any big plays. You know, more than maybe a ten yard gain or fifteen yarder here or there. But they did march straight down the field. Um, then uh, on the ensuing kickoff, uh, the ball went past uh, our return guy, uh, Noah Kleichman, and uh, Noah never really got to the ball. And then uh, it was down, bouncing around our two-yard line. And he, I, if I recall correctly, he kind of looked up to see if they were coming, and then he – Missed, grabbed the ball, and long story short, Wapsie Valley ended up on it on the two-yard line. And so, uh, you know, punched it in, and it was 14 to nothing or 13 to nothing. I don't know what it was. They, I think they missed one PAT at some point in the ball game, And so, um, you know, I, I thought we were a little flat coming out, you know, for such a big game. Um, didn't have the energy I was kind of hoping we'd have, uh, you know, I, it, and, you know, I, I think the, the kids played hard, but we, uh, we just lacked that, um, fire that you really need to, uh, compete on the same field as a, uh, high cal caliber team as Wapsie Valley, um, 
so then, so then we're, you know, it's kind of like we were shell shocked. Uh, then we gave up another touchdown on their next drive. Um, and for the, really for the, you know, it was kind of the same story as Nashville playing field. I mean, we really, uh, could not stop them. We could slow them down on defense and offensively. We really couldn't do anything at all. Um, and then to complicate things, uh, you know, I, I think I told somebody in the media, I don't know if it was you, John, or somebody else this week, but to have a shot against a team like Wapsie Valley when you're out man to begin with um, talent-wise, you, you've you got to play flawless. Um, you know, you've got to win the turnover battle. You have got to do all the little things correctly. And we we just did not do that tonight. Um you know, our defensive ends are taught to make sure nothing gets around them and, and to make sure that they have contain. And, uh, you know, they broke a couple big plays either in the, well, probably in the first and the second half on tosses that went for 20 plus yards because our ends, instead of, um, you know, doing what they're taught at practice, decided to go inside and they got walled in and there was nobody out to contain and, and turn the the play in to the linebackers. Uh, they had a couple big pass plays throughout the game where our, our uh, outside linebackers didn't get in the flats like they're supposed to. And, um, you know, we've been running the same defense for two plus years. So that's, that's nothing new. That's something that's repped all the time. Um, you know, and then uh, offensively, uh, I think we had five turnovers. Uh, we fell on one of their fumbles late, but other than that, Wapsie was pretty flawless on both sides of the ball. But, um, you know, a couple of those uh, interceptions that Colin threw were uh, just bad reads on his part, and a couple of them were, um, you know, he was under duress because the way Wapsie was playing their defensive line just straight up um, – it kind of created some complications for our offensive blocking. We tried to fix that at halftime, but, uh, you know, I think the halftime score was, oh, it might have been 42 to nothing. So, I mean, there was a lot of damage occurred uh, by that time. Um, you know, and again, Wapsie's a really good team. Uh, they were bigger than us, faster than us, and stronger than us. And uh, just about at every position on the field. I mean, we had some kids that, uh, could match their physicality. And I, I felt that our kids that were physically able to match their physicality uh, did a great job doing that. Um, but, you know, we didn't have 11 kids on the field. We we cannot put 11 kids on the field that can match uh, the physicality that comes from a team uh, that is good as Wapsie Valley, that Wapsie Valley is. So uh, that's, that's kind of a summary. Um, you know, before the game, I told the kids, you know, except except for Denver, who beat Wapsie Valley, that's their only loss. And Denver's really good in 1A. I don't know if Denver's lost yet. Um, you know, Wapsie has not allowed any points to be scored against them all season. And I said, you know, that that was one of our goals going in, you know, just to put points on the board against them because nobody's been able to. Uh, but uh, it's just one of the, another, you know, one of quite a few goals that we uh, 
couldn't uh, obtain this evening. Yeah, um, just looking at a couple things here. I, I saw a report on Twitter here. Uh, they had five turnovers, something like that. Um, you think it was this is just a you know a classic case of you know a team kind of you know shooting themselves in the foot, turning it over five times, and you know just really not giving themselves like giving themselves any chance. Was it kind of one of those type of situations? You think? Well, no. I, some sometimes I think. Um, you know, when you're shell shocked, your kids just want to make make that play that can, you know, maybe get some momentum back on your side. And um, so, a couple of the interceptions, Colin kind of forced the ball um, where we didn't have a receiver. And I don't know if it was because he overthrew it, or you know, I didn't ask him totally. Uh, you know, it me asking him what he was looking at wasn't going to help the situation, so I didn't and. You know, we'll talk about it on film Monday. Uh, you know, Colin's a hard worker. So, I mean, it it's not – it it wouldn't be anything negative on his part. It's it's more of a maybe trying to do too much. And a couple of the times, you know, we, we uh, try to get him out of the pocket to give him more time to throw. And uh, we had five of our down linemen blocking. And we step and hinge. And people that know football know what I'm talking about. But um, – when we step and hinge, our tackle to the way we're rolling out uh, is told not to block the person behind him, okay? And Wapsie Valley had it set up with their D-line that their D-tackle and their D-end were behind the tackle, or they would shoot that way uh, at the snap of the ball. And the only person we send there to block, like most teams on a typical rollout, is our fullback. And... <clears throat> You know, Noah tried his best, but uh, Noah's not big enough to to block two guys at the same time. So, um, so I know two of the two of the four interceptions were because um, were be, were because he, you know he was under duress right away and he was just trying to make a play and he put the ball up and uh, you know one of them I think was a sixty-two yard pick six and. Um, the other two got him in scoring position all, or other two or three got him in scoring position also. So, you know, I, I don't fault the kids again. I, I, their effort because they're, they're trying uh, to make plays. It's just, uh, you know, uh, it's hard for our receivers to get open. Um, and, and Wapsie, I mean, their kids are fast. I, you know, credit to them. I mean, they're just, they're faster than us. That, I mean, that's not an insult on our kids. That's just the the proof is in the pudding, as they say. So, um, you know, so that all played into the factor of why we had those four interceptions. And the other one, uh, you know, I don't know if that that uh, kick return would count as a fumble since Noah touched the ball or not. So uh, those would be our five turnovers. I think it would be four interceptions and then that uh, kick return. I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR football coach James Cope next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Are you ready to take your education to new heights? Whether you're a high school graduate, a working professional seeking career advancement, or someone looking to explore new passions, Ellsworth Community College has the perfect courses for you. ECC's experienced faculty and state-of-the-art facilities are dedicated to providing you with a top-notch educational experience. From hands-on programs to transfer-ready courses, Ellsworth has a wide range of options to suit your goals and interests. 
Line up a visit to Eldridge Community College in Iowa Falls or visit EldridgeCollege.com and take that first step towards success today. Even if it's been years since you graduated, your college team is your team for life. Well, you can have a Farm Bureau agent for life, auto, home, and business insurance. Imagine that, one insurance agency for everything. It's that simple. So, get a Farm Bureau agent for life by calling me, Barry Hoffmeister, from Ackley at 641-847-2376. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Ackley Medical Center is hosting a drive-up flu shot clinic on Saturday, September 30th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. in the clinic parking lot. The cost is $30. Cash, check, or credit card, insurance will be filed with a copy of your card. This clinic is available for adults and children ages six months and older. High-dose flu vaccinations will be available through filing of insurance only. No other payment option will be available. Ackley Medical Center is healthcare you can count on. And now resume a conversation with AGWSR football coach James Cope on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Big picture here, you know, based on, you know, our conversations the last several weeks, it sounds like the guys have the are still having the right mindset, but you know, here you are just uh at one and five at this point. Um, how do you go about, you know, making sure that, you know, guys are keeping their heads held high, knowing that uh, you got a, you know, probably one of your more winnable games of the year coming up next week with uh Belmont Clemmy. Yeah, you know, I, I just told the kids, I said, uh, you know, we're going to have a losing season this year. That's that's there's no doubt about that at this point. Um, but, uh, you know, and it it stings. You know, it's the first losing season I've had as a head coach, and I don't want to make that a habit. And uh, it's the first losing season we've had at AGWSR, I think, in eight seasons. So, uh, again, we don't want to make that a habit. Um, but. We've got two uh, games for sure scheduled. Uh, We're working on, but nothing's finalized, but we are working on a week nine game um, against an opponent that called us. So, uh, you know, we've we've got three games left in the season and uh, potentially two for sure. And, you know, I, I told the team after, you know, the game when we were on the huddle on the field, I said, you know, you guys got to decide. Um, you know, 500 isn't an option. Uh, winning season isn't an option. So you've got to decide by Monday if you're going to come in and uh, you're going to work to have four wins at the end of the season or three wins at the se- end of the season, or if you're uh, okay with going one and whatever. So, um, you know, so you have those conversations with the kids. Now, the way our kids have acted all season, um, you know, the willingness of the seniors to want to play that week nine game uh, because the previous two years we didn't play a week nine game because our seniors didn't want to. So uh, the fact that our seniors want to play another game, I mean, makes me uh, pretty positive that uh, Monday they're going to come in with the same work ethic they've had all season, um, same outlook as they've had all season where, yeah, you know, uh, We've lost more games than we've won, but uh, how can we get better, Coach? What do we need to do to uh, try to improve the following Friday? And, um, you know, that's hard to do when you're one and five, uh, but that's a credit to, you know, the four captains we have and and uh, other kids on the team that have uh, 
um, you know, led in a positive way. And uh, I really expect Monday we'll get back to work and try to put a better product on the field Friday night in Belmont. You bet. And uh, just your initial thoughts on uh, the trip up there coming up uh, next Friday night uh, against uh, uh, what is right now, you know, a winless Belmont Clemmy team, uh, The uh, just the initial outlook for that next week. Yeah, I, I haven't watched any film on him yet, but uh, I don't think their head coach has changed. Uh, we've played them the last two years. Um, you know, we're familiar going up to Belmont. We've been up there. I think we went up there last year uh, twice because I think we got rained out on Friday night and then went back. No, it was two years ago. But anyway, um, you know, we, we the trip's a nice trip, really. I mean, all of our games except for Southwind have been close. Um, you know, we'll take highway 57 until we can jump up to highway three and then, uh, head over to Belmont. So, um, you know, we, we definitely have a lot of things to work on, uh, but there's, there's, uh, positive things that can come out of next Friday night, as long as we put our work in, uh, this week and, uh, have the right mindset. And like I said, uh, you know, we've, we've had our struggles this year. That's uh, an understatement, but uh, the kids have always come in every Monday with a good attitude. Um, you know, we're, we're still having fun at practice, I think. And, um, you know, bottom line, uh, you know, John, we're one and four, but we, we really have good kids. Um, you know, they're, they're kids that you definitely want to hire uh, to build something for you or to work hard you know, at your uh, job, you need them to do, but, uh, you know, we're just having our struggles on the gridiron this year. So, um, but they're hard workers and they're going to come back Monday. I have no doubts. Um, and, and we'll work on figuring out, uh, how we can be more successful against the Broncos than we were against the Warriors. All right, coach, uh, just about out of time, but anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up here? Nope. Thanks for the coverage, John. I, uh, Appreciate all the listeners and the sponsors we've had too uh, on this show for a lot of years. So, because uh, I can remember listening to this all the way back to when I was in high school. So, uh, you do, you guys do a great job, and we appreciate the coverage. All right, appreciate the kind words, AGW Star Football Coach James Cope. We'll be back with more on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Push it back, push it back, push it back. Brothers Market has low prices. And this week at Brothers Market, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, their app deal of the week, you get a free 28-ounce Gatorade by just showing the mobile app at checkout when you visit Brothers Market stores. Other app deals this week include digital coupons for Tony's Pizza, $2.99, and Kool-Aid Jammer's Juice, $2.49. It's with the mobile app going on this week with Brothers Market, Parkersburg and Grundy Center. They're open seven days a week. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Grundy Center football coach Travis Zajac as the Spartans defeated South Harden 42-14 to to uh, move to a 6-0 last night. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Um, uh, looks like you were able to uh, really uh, jump out to a quick start here. Uh, looking back at the drive chart, you scored early and often on uh, your first uh, several drives here. Uh, just uh, give me your thoughts on how your team was able to get off to this uh this a uh, really fast start and um, obviously put a, a South Harden away uh, pretty early here as you scored in your first uh, three drives and all but one of your drives um, in the first half. Well, I think it was just kind of a really 
out of the gate, fast start, uh, the way that they, they, they play their kickoff team. They, they onside or they squib it just about every time. So we put our hands team on the field and they decided to onside kick it. And um, Colin Gordon scooped it up and, and he had enough space. He was able to make a couple people miss. Guys blocked well. And I think our first drive started at like their 35 or 40 yard line, even closer than that. So two plays and a touchdown. And that really, I think, just kind of sparked everything on the sideline. And um, kids really got after them. After that, it was 21 nothing, um, rather quickly. So, great night for us. Really, really fast start. We were able to play a lot of young kids in the second half. So, uh, it was a great homecoming win. You bet. So, um, South Harden obviously was coming into this game. Uh, they were uh, 2-0 and in district play. Uh, how critical do you think it was to be able to take away, you know, some of that confidence from them, confidence from them uh, early on, knowing that they uh, were coming into this one with, uh, you know, quite a bit to quite a bit to play for, knowing this was a rivalry game as well? Well, I think it's just the competitive nature. I think everyone would like to jump out, jump out early if they can, uh, try to squelch any momentum. We know uh, – I think just about everybody we play, know it's going to be a hard, kind of hard time to score a lot of points against us. So if we can get up and get out early, I think that's kind of deflating. And you can kind of sense that from the other side last night. They, they played hard for four quarters, but uh, it's tough to come back when, when we got out such a fast start. Uh, could you just kind of speak to the offensive efficiency a little bit here? Because uh, looking at the stats, uh, Colin Gordon had uh, eight completions. He was eight of ten, and five of the completions were for uh, for were for touchdowns last night. So, I mean, that's uh, that's some serious efficiency there, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going through the film right now, John, and you know, I think we ran 40 offensive plays last night. Granted, a running running clock situation, and um, you know, a lot of those. Those are all JV reps, basically. In the second half, I think, say for the first drive. So uh, we didn't we didn't, we didn't run a lot of offensive plays. But the ones we did run were incredibly efficient. And uh, you know, kids kids got kids were running running great routes. Um, protection was really really good last night, and uh, Colin was very accurate. So uh, you kind of add all those things up, and there you go. I mean, that's a that's a pretty healthy night for the quarterback. You know. I think he'd be the first one to say that you know, the other 10 guys have kind of helped him get there, and I think that's the case. But it's a very good night for us throwing the football. Uh, one of the guys uh, I want to ask about here as well is um, it looks like uh, you're able to get Judd Jarovsky involved in the in the passing game as well. Uh, seems like kind of guy that, um, you know, just a sophomore, but he's, uh, you know, worked his way you know, into some uh, more uh, critical spots here for your team, it looks like. Um, just your thoughts on how he's been able to, you know, elevate his level of play to, you know, make it on the field now as uh, on, on the varsity field as a, a sophomore here. Well, he's a, he's a pretty special kid. Um, you know, he's the, obviously got a lot of ability on the football field, but you know, what he was able to do last year um, as a freshman, especially in the in the spring with that you know, golf the golf championship, you know, and set the state records and things like that, it's pretty phenomenal stuff. Um, he's uh, he's in the mix, doing a really nice job on both sides of the ball. Um, and he's also in a, a few core special teams, so very good player, uh, even better kid. I'm really proud of him. I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center football coach Travis Ajak next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Go Team Green! Take a listen to the staff at the all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust in Parkersburg. Hello, this is Universal Banker Gabby Eubin. Hi, this is Lily Hovenga, Universal Banker. Hi, this is Market President Kyle Rice. See the friendly faces behind these voices by stopping by the all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust. 
right across Highway 57 from Quickstar in Parkersburg. See their beautiful new facility, great products, and services for an excellent banking experience. Leading the way in North Iowa, Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I now resume my conversation with Grundy Center football coach Travis Zajak on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Defensively, you guys, uh, again, we're flying around. Uh, not atypical of this team, I guess, but uh, if you could just kind of just talk about uh, what some of the keys were um, for your team last night on, on the defensive side of the ball as you held uh, South Harden. They had a, you know, a really good rushing game coming into, uh, last, uh, into last night, but you were able to hold them to just uh, 109 yards on the ground. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think about 60 of that came in one play in the third quarter where we kind of fell asleep a little bit and gave up a trap for one game. But um, that was the emphasis. Takeaway number eight, really good player, uh, and then try to defend number 10 uh, as well. So, yeah, we uh, we had a good plan in place for them, and it was, that was you know, the onus to try to stop them and make them throw it. And when they did try to throw it, uh, we were in a pretty good position to make plays on the ball. Uh, talking about some uh, other standouts here from this one, looks like uh, Tiernan Vokes had uh, quite a few touchdowns here as well. Um, yeah, just looking at the numbers here, yeah, Tiernan Vokes, three touchdowns uh, receiving last night as well. Defensively, your top tackler, uh, Pete Lebo, um, so uh, some decent numbers there. He has uh, Pete Lebo had six tackles. Uh, just your thoughts on some of those, of those uh, other standout performers, and I know you did say that you got some other younger guys involved as well uh, in the second half. Yeah, we tried our tried our best to get as many young guys in as we could. It, it makes it kind of hard though, um, you know, when you're in those situations. And I know that the other side's trying to get their older kids some success, but you know, get their older kids against our younger kids, and we got that whole thing going on. But uh, it was nice to get those kids reps. I, I, Pete's doing a really nice job defensively as a sophomore as well. Um, probably his development, his growth this season, uh, but really it's just the, the the whole picture. Are really proud of our kids and our our coaches. Just. Uh, Homecoming week is rife with all sorts of distractions and opportunities to kind of drift, but they didn't. Um, and we, we were able to kind of buckle down and, and have a really good night. How much of a benefit, if any, you think having that uh, extra day after last week's Thursday game, just that, you know, that extra day of uh, preparation? I know you were able to give those guys kind of a full three-day weekend uh, last weekend, right? Yeah, we, uh, we, we cut them loose last, you know, last Friday. Saturday, Sunday, we typically give them Saturday and Sunday off anyway. Uh, it was, I think, really good. I think for all of us, you know, it's just take, catch, catch breath a little bit. You know, we've been going since July 31st with camp and then preseason and then into the season. So uh, everyone needs a break every once in a while, and I think it was healthy for all of us. Yeah, so you moved to, uh, like we said, 6-0 and uh, overall after the win over uh, South Harden last night. Things are looking really good for your team, and you have uh, Al Burnett coming into your place here next week. Um, uh, looks like that'll be your uh, senior night as well. So just uh, initial thoughts on um, that matchup for your team next week with, uh, with Al Burnett coming to town. Uh, they were a very good Class A program last year. They were around a 16 team that uh, lost East Buchanan that round of 16. Um, Good program, um, and I think it might be a little up and down this year, but uh, I'm sure they'll be excited to come over to our place and play and for the district matchup for us. So we'll have a good plan in place, as always, and, and be ready to play those guys. All right, so uh, obviously uh, that'll be uh, next week and then a senior night uh, coming up uh, at uh, Grundy Center as well. Coach, I think that uh, just about covers it for today. Um, obviously a great win. You cruised to the victory against South Harden, but any final thoughts you want to share or any other uh, players you want to recognize before we wrap up here today? Well, I think uh, you know players is, is one thing, but um, you know, I want to shout out to our, um, our, our 
cheer team, drumline, band, uh, choir, all those folks that help so much with the pregame production. We do a really nice job before our games at Granny Center. Uh, you know, for a small high school, there's not a lot that can top it as far as their pregame product. And it was a really cool night last night, a lot of good things going on. So shout out to all those folks that kind of help do things that, you know, that are off the field that really add to the environment, add to the atmosphere. So really proud to, proud to be a Spartan. And uh, it's a cool place, a lot of good things going on. All right, Grundy Center football coach Travis Ajak, thanks so much for the time. Uh, congrats on the win, and uh, we'll catch you here next week. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Go Spartans. More of the Brothers Market Coaches show is coming up next. Push it back, push it back, way back. Brothers Market has low prices. And this week's Brothers Market digital coupons include, when you have that mobile app, you'll find coupons for Pure Leaf Tea, $1.99, or Dole Chopped Salad Kits for $2.79. Other digital app coupons include Classico Pasta Sauce for $2.99 or Best Choice Biscuits for $1.29. And regular sale items from the meat department, boneless chicken breast for all, $1.99 a pound, and 80% ground beef, just $3.69 a pound at Brothers Market, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, open seven days a week. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by South Harden football coach Nick Eller as uh, the Tigers fell on the road 42-14 to to uh, number one in 1A Grundy Center on Friday night here in week six. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Um, uh, just kind of sitting down here and uh, looking at uh, looking at a couple things here. Um, looks like it took you guys kind of a while to uh, get on the board, but uh, if you just kind of walk me through this one and uh, how ultimately uh, things uh, did not go your guys' way here tonight. Yeah, I did not have a good start at all. Um, gave up a good kick return down inside our territory to start the game. Uh, they were all scoring a couple plays. Um, go down right away. Uh, down 7 nothing right away. A couple three and outs. Uh, in the first quarter, we had an offensive-wise. Did not get a good start there either. Um, I think they scored every possession, the first two or three possessions at least. Uh, make it 21 nothing. Um, same thing. We were just kind of three and out, stalled out, stalled out, way too quick, um, and and just did not did not come ready to go in the first half. I'm not sure what what exactly the reason was for that, but we just did not come ready to go in the first half. And and Grundy's a, a good team and way too good of a team to do that with. So got ourselves into a big hole. 21, 28 nothing. Um, finally moved the ball a little bit towards the end of the second quarter. Um, I couldn't get anything out of it, and then I ended up scoring again, make it 35 nothing at halftime. So just a really, really bad first half. Um, don't have a great answer. For, don't have a great answer for all of it. But uh, um, big credit to, to Grundy. They played a really good game and have a really nice team. So I was very impressed with them. And we've got to figure out how to come out and play uh, some good football right off the bat and and play the way we're supposed to play the whole game. Yeah, Grundy Center, obviously, you know, known for uh, known for uh, being able to jump on teams like that early. But, um, you know, in, in your opinion, what it, what is it about Grundy Center? What are some things that they do that um, makes them such a such a tough team to compete with? You think? I uh, just don't have a weak spot. Um, just got nice athletes all over the field. Um, good size, good speed. Um, just have just kind of have the whole package. That's why the number one deserve to be number one. Um, but just have a great, great group of uh, guys out there on the field that are that are kind of have the whole you know everything you want in a football player size, speed, physicalness, toughness, um, and then just are very well coached. I, I'm very impressed with how well they were disciplined and 
uh, did their jobs and, and everything you can think of that way um, when you're watching another team. So just a just a good all-around team can run run and pass it very well. Beat us more on pass tonight. Didn't think we did too bad a job on the run tonight. We got we definitely got beat pretty bad on pass at times tonight. Um, and and Colin Gordon, their quarterback, just showed he can he can beat you both ways. So that was impressive to see from him. Um, but just a good team uh, deserved the number one ranking as of right now. Uh, the way they play and, and and how physical they play. So it was a bummer for our team and program. But uh, I think I think we we can play a lot better ourselves. Um, and that's something we've got to just really really focus on with us is how well we're going to play the rest of the year here at the two games coming up uh, the end of the year at home. Yeah, so uh, just a couple things from this game. Uh, looking at uh, some some numbers here, it looks like uh, your your two rush two uh, rushing touchdowns. Jackson Drury had a sixty seven yard run to set up a short run. It appears, and then a uh, quarterback keeper by Peyton Welch. You know, obviously when you lose like that, there's probably not a ton of recognition to go around. But just you know, your your thoughts on maybe some of those guys that uh, stood out and you know were able to make some plays here and there uh, throughout the night. Yeah, it was like you said. It was tough sledding all night long, so there is no, you know, breakaway stat guy tonight by any means. Um, but but thought like you said, second half I thought we played played a pretty good chunk better. Still lots uh, we a lot we could do better yet. But I thought Peyton all game long really did do a bad job. There just wasn't a lot open at times. Um, had a little bit of pressure in the pass rush from from them, and and uh, but hit some throws able to move, get some first downs, moving the ball with his arm. Um, so really overall, not a great night, but but did about what you could do versus them at times. Um, and then Jackson Dury, he ran really, really hard again as he has all year long. Um, didn't have a great first half, had a few good runs there the first half, uh, but we just had a tough time. Keeping the chain moving there in the first, we just weren't getting many plays on offense. Um and like I said, second half, I thought he did kept running just as hard. But I was able to pop a couple here and there uh, on the game. Um, but just just a tough sledding night for, for our whole offense and, and our defense just as a whole. We just had just a lot of struggles, um, a lot of self-inflicted wound type things that we've got to get better at and, um, and come ready to play a lot more uh, to start games. I'll resume my conversation with South Harden football coach Nick Heller next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. We're keeping it local for you, Butler and Grundy counties. It's the all-new 99 The Wave. You're tuned in to 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg, an on-the-go media station. Are you ready to take your education to new heights? Whether you're a high school graduate, a working professional seeking career advancement, or someone looking to explore new passions, Ellsworth Community College has the perfect courses for you. ECC's experienced faculty and state-of-the-art facilities are dedicated to providing you with a top-notch educational experience. From hands-on programs to transfer-ready courses, Ellsworth has a wide range of options to suit your goals and interests. Line up a visit to Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls or visit ellsworthcollege.com and take that first step towards success today. Go Team Green! Take a listen to the staff at the all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust in Parkersburg. This is Universal Banker Samantha Cummings. Hi, I'm Melanie Groeneveld, Branch Manager and Consumer Lender. Hello, I'm Universal Banker Michelle Bacher. See the friendly faces behind these voices by stopping by the all-new Greenbelt Bank and Trust 
right across Highway 57 from Quickstar in Parkersburg. See their beautiful new facility, great products, and services for an excellent banking experience. Leading the way in North Iowa, Greenbelt Bank & Trust, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I now resume my conversation with South Harden football coach Nick Eller on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You know, big picture, your team uh, came into this, um, you know, two and zero in district play. Now down to two and one in district play. Um, however, obviously things are still looking pretty good as far as um, you know potential playoff pictures as uh, that is kind of starting to unfold here. Um, just your thoughts on you know the overall mindset of that this team is you know going to have to have moving forward now that you know you're still two and one and there's still a ton to play for, even though you kind of took one on the chin tonight. Yeah, definitely that was the message after the game. Um, we've got to learn from this game, learn um, how to come out and play at the right intensity and, and you know, kind of doing your job uh, right off the bat um, going forward, but but not a game that, you know, ends our season. And, you know, thank goodness, um, still have second and third place uh, up for grabs in, in our in our district. Uh, and those, both those games are, We'll be decided the next two weeks uh, at our place. We get Hudson next week at home and then finish the water club at home. So good, good situation for us to have both those teams coming to our place uh, you know, and kind of our own destiny in our hands that way for second on downs. I, I, I hope the guys can learn from this, flush it, um, and uh, come, you know, come play way better football on um, next Friday versus Hudson. You bet. Uh, I'll ask about that game specifically here in a sec, but uh, w- one more question about tonight, and I guess kind of relates to yeah, big picture for your team here as well, but um, I know the first half, especially tonight, kind of got away from you. I think maybe back to, I don't know, probably the the, the second half against uh, in the AP game, you know, where you, you couldn't put a whole game together. Is that still kind of a, um, you know, a, a struggle or a concern at this point, you know, st- being able to put together a full four quarters like that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We've had we've had two or three games now that way. Of last week with the Sparks, we didn't play very good the first half. Uh, AP did not play very good for about two two to three quarters. Um, and the night about the same thing. But first half was couldn't go much worse. Um, second half, they so kind of held our own a little bit. But uh, definitely got to just keep working on on um, just kind of keeping our composure when things when things don't go well. Um, and, and just keep playing through it. There's a few games we've done well with that, and then like tonight, some other ones we haven't done well with that. So that's uh, that's just something we've just got to keep working on. It's something we've talked about, but we've got to just keep kind of chipping away at that. Um, just not have the heads go down, not have the not have the uh, blame game, that kind of stuff. Um, that that when things don't go right, um, we just keep playing our game. Like I said, I think if there's been a few games we've done done a good job of that, but tonight. And some of those other ones we've struggled with that. So that's and that's tough when you're getting beat and you're playing good teams. It's tough both ways. I see that too as a coach and former player. So um, something we can just keep learning from. Um, and like I said, there's nice that we're it didn't do anything to end our season tonight, but we we definitely get some big ones coming up uh, at our place now. You bet. And uh, when it comes to facing Hudson next week, that's a team uh, coming off a 49 nothing win over East Marshall. So two straight wins for them uh, coming into your place next uh, next week. Um, obviously, this is going to go a long way in determining the district standings as well, as we've uh, mentioned already. But your thoughts on them and what they're going to bring to the table with their uh, with their four and one, five and one record uh, coming into your place here next week. Yeah, definitely going to be a tough game. Um, really nice quarterback play. Uh, one of the little bit I've watched them on film. Um, just a good, kind of just a good athletic looking team. Um, 
I haven't gotten too serious on watching film on them yet, but just look like an athletic team. Uh, throw the ball well, run the ball well, so it's a good mix that way. Um, so we're just going to have to come, like you said, come play a good game um, of our style of football, controlling the ball, running the ball. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, we, after after these two weeks of us playing about a half of a game well, or my biggest concern is just us uh, figuring out how we can play a full game the right way um, and and just clean up some of the stuff that we're doing wrong that I, I know we know better. We're just not we're not having that level of focus. So we, I sounds a little weird, but it's more just us versus us uh, these next two weeks and just want to see us playing the way we should. And I think if we're doing that, the rest of it will take care of itself. All right, Coach, uh, pre, um, uh, just about out of time, but uh, anything else you want to share before we wrap up here? I don't have anything. No, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. All right, South Harden football coach Nick Eller. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. There's no stress here. It just feels good. Only the best yacht rock and classic hits on 99 The Wave. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Now joined by Clarksville football coach uh, Darren Bolin as the Indians defeated GMG 90-22. to uh, that's right. The Indians uh, hung 90 points on uh, Friday night uh, to move to seven and zero overall. Coach, th- uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Um, just sounds like uh, another one of those uh, signature, really strong starts that you guys have gotten accustomed to this season. Uh, walk me through how this one, how you guys were able to really uh, set the tone in this one and uh, run away with uh, another huge win. Yeah, you know, it was it was just another week of of getting off to a hot start. You know, we took the opening kickoff back and. And uh, then we we score on the first play of, of the next series, and we just we just uh, keep scoring on big plays, and we jumped on them in the first quarter. I think we had 54 points in the first quarter, and um, you know and they they took the kickoff back on us too after our first touchdown. So um, you know it was after the first couple of seconds there it was like there's a lot of points on the board, but um, yeah we, we just started up started off started off good again yeah so uh something that you guys have uh really gotten accustomed to here um have you ever like i know you had a game your last year where you had 90 points but have you ever been involved in a game like that where i mean they're like 50 some points in the first quarter like that because i mean that just seems like something that you would hardly ever see at any level of football right you know i, I never have and it was just that you know every time that we got the ball i mean we we just did our job, you know, our kids were blocking the plays, like how you draw it up, you know, and if everybody gets a hat on a hat, our running backs are, are good to where they can score. And that's what we did. And, um, it was just, uh, you know, fortunate that we got off to a good, good start like that. Yeah. What does that say that you think about, uh, the, the discipline and the, uh, just the, the mindset of, of your, of your student athletes. I mean, just the fact that they're able to, follow their assignments and execute things to such perfection like they've been doing? Yeah. You know, I, I think they're really focused on um, improving and they really, uh, you know, want to uh, prove themselves each week. And they know that they have a big game coming up this next week. And that's what they're preparing for. I mean, their goal is to have a district title and, you know, you can throw these games all out the, the window that we played before, I mean, it's it's next week against Gladbrook. That's it's going to come down to that, and that's what the kids have really worked for. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, definitely the big one coming up here next week. Uh, I'll ask you about that uh, specifically here in a sec. But, you know, as far as this game, I'm sure you had a lot of different guys uh, contributing, especially, you know, in late game situations when, you know, the I'm sure you probably were able to rest your starters for a good portion of this one. But um, no stats in front of me at this point. Uh, but, uh, I mean, from your perspective, who's kind of that uh, some of those players that deserve the recognition who had a big night tonight? Well, you know, it, it's, it probably goes back to the same old, same old. You know, we had our running backs uh, shared the load again. We had uh, – Bloker had quite a few touchdowns. Um, uh, Baker had some more long runs. And we had, we actually passed the ball a little bit more this week like we wanted to. And uh, we had a couple touchdown passes. And our, our, our passing game was efficient. You know, I think we passed under probably ten times and – and we completed a majority of those, and a couple of them went for touchdowns. So uh, we we just we we were clicking, and um, we we were able to get some of our younger guys some playing time really early, and uh, they did a great job. They actually marched down the field and scored, and um, just really happy with what what we've done to, uh, as a group. You know, the whole nine through twelve. So it's, it's, it was just a great game. All right, so again, a 90-22 to 22 victory over GMG. You guys uh, take care of business there. Um, you stay undefeated on the season. So, yeah, the big one next week with Gladbrook Rhinebeck. You know, I think that's a game that, you know, everyone's kind of had circled on their calendars ever, ever since you guys kind of really got off to that to strong start that you did to this season. Um, now going into this week, um, what, what's kind of the – how does the mindset maybe going to be changed a little bit now that you're preparing really for – this really huge test for your team, you know, two of the top ranked teams in eight man going at it here uh, next Friday night. Yeah. You know, we just got to take a, a business like approach this week and we, we, it's definitely going to be uh, a test to see where we stack up with some of these good programs in the state. And I think uh, we're playing really well right now, but you know, it's, it's Gladbrook Rhinebeck. They, they got their tradition and, um, we got to be ready and we got to have a great week of practice. And um, I think our kids have, are getting a little bit more comfortable um, playing at a high level. And I think they're starting to really believe in themselves. You had mentioned the passing game here a little bit as you start to kind of sprinkle some of that in. Um, uh, and not, not to ask you to give away secrets or anything like that, but like as you prepare for that gladbrook Rhinebeck game, is it a scenario where you might be preparing to maybe, I don't know, throw a few more wrinkles in here and there against a, a really tough team like that? Yeah, you know, we just we, we, need, we would like to try to catch them off guard on a few plays, and uh, I, I definitely think that we're going to have to pass it a little bit to, to loosen them up and, and – uh, make them play cover three like they normally do and uh, have our, you know, loosen them up so that our run game can be effective. So when it comes to facing them, uh, you're going down to their place uh, that is uh, in Gladbrook uh, coming up next Friday night. Um, obviously they're off to an undefeated start as well. Um, you know, similar to you guys, they've been, uh, you know, destroying teams all season long, uh, beat BGM here, uh, 56 to 14 on Friday night. Um, just your thoughts, uh, on them and what they bring to the table, uh, what, what, what they do that challenges teams that you're going to be facing next week. Well, you know, they, they, they like to pass the ball and they got a great quarterback. He's tall. He's uh, big, strong, he's athletic. He can run the ball. And uh, I think his little brother is a sophomore who uh, is super fast. 
Um, and they got some great skilled guys, you know, and they got, and they got size. I mean, they got really, they got everything. Uh, there's a reason why they're ranked so high. So um, I think uh, one of the things that, you know, might be a weakness for them is, is they're young yet. They got a lot of juniors playing for them and a couple sophomores. So, uh, you know, whether that's a strength or a weakness, I, I don't know. Um, but right now they're, they're playing great ball and, and um, we just got to be able to step up and play toe to toe with them. I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville football coach Darren Bolin next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Butler Bremer Communications is a proud supporter of Saturday's Clarksville Coaches Corner segment here on 99 The Wave. Your friends at Butler Bremer cheer on the Indian football, volleyball, and cross-country teams and wish all students, teachers, and families a great school year. For school, business, farm, or personal needs, make sure you have dependable, high-speed internet from Butler Bremer Communications. They also provide Clarksville with dependable telephone and cable TV services. Butler Bremer Communications of Plainfield, bringing the world to Clarksville. One play can change the momentum in a game. And one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see Dave Eberline, your Farm Bureau agent in Clarksville. He can help you bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So, if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or a fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberline in Clarksville today and see how he can help protect what matters most. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. And now resume my conversation with Clarksville football coach Darren Bolin on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You know, it's always, uh, you know, you like to think it's kind of a one game at a time type scenario, but is this something that you've maybe kind of been building toward as far as your game preparation the entire season long with knowing that Gladbrook Rhinebeck was, you know, coming up here in, um, in week seven here next week? Is it something that you've kind of been building for throughout the season ever since, you know, hey, this could be for the district title? Yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, we, we haven't really focused on them as much um, as focusing on ourselves. And, and uh, I really, the, the mental aspect of the game comes into play with, with Gladbrook Rhinebeck. And we've been focusing on that and, and upping our level of play, both mentally and, and physically. And, and that's all geared towards, you know, this week coming up. Um, we wanted to be at a high level physically. And uh, being able to to prepare mentally, um, and, it's, and it's all for this game that because it's going to be a tough game, and, and we're going to be in some tight situations, and the game's going to have some ups and downs, and we got to be able to weather that. So I think mentally is is going to be huge for us. All right, and uh, one final question about that game uh, coming up next week. Um, obviously, you know, expecting probably a tight game, two really good teams, but um, what is it about your team that? Uh, um, gives you confidence in those types of scenarios and going into that game next week? Well, I, I think our kids are, are believing in themselves and we're playing physical football right now. And I think if we can do that going into their, their, uh, their backyard, I guess, I think our kids um, are confident enough that they can play with these top teams and, and, and be physical with these top teams. So, it's going to be a great game, and, and it's going to be fun. All right. Well, uh, obviously a huge win tonight over GMG 90-22 to again. Um, Coach, appreciate the time, but is there anything else about uh, you know this game or about next week or anyone else you want to recognize before we uh, wrap up here? Well, you know, we had a huge crowd tonight uh, for homecoming, and, and hopefully we can get uh, just as many down there next week to support us because that, um, that was awesome for our kids. 
All right, Clarksville football coach Darren Bolin, thanks so much for the time, coach, and uh, best of luck next week. Uh, should be an awesome game down in Gladbrook next week. All right, I appreciate it. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Push it back, push it back, way back. Brothers Market has low prices. Whether you're getting ready for a tailgate or maybe just doing some fall-time baking, Brothers Market has those low prices, like this week from the meat department. 80% ground beef patties, three for $5. Honey crisp apples are $1.69 a pound. Brothers Market has Chex Mix, Bugles, and Gardettos on sale for $1.99. And pick up cases of Brothers Market water for just $3.99. It's Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Highway 175 in Grundy Center, Highway 57 in Parkersburg. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. That's just about it for this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. A big shout out to all of our area coaches for joining us on today's show. If you missed any of the program, you can find it on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. Coming up later today at 12 o'clock p.m., we will have Northern Iowa football pregame against Youngstown State. 1 o'clock is the opening kickoff inside the Unidome. Our next local sports broadcast here on The Wave will be coming up on Tuesday night when Applington Parkersburg and AGWSR's volleyball teams get rolling in the NICL tournament. Pre-game will start at approximately 5.50 p.m. from LaPorte City. First serve is at 6 o'clock. Details on that tournament can be found at RadioOnTheGo.com. Our Week 7 football broadcast next Friday night. Applington Parkersburg will host Dyke New Hartford. All that needs to be said about that. And still a lot to play for as far as the district standings. A lot that could happen at this point. Once again, a big shout out to all of today's coaches for joining us on today's program. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowinkle signing off for Week 6 for Radio On The Go Sports. You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coach's Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.